This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was a rugby? You're now listening to Super they're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just won a fucking wall. That's what you said, man. Well, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. That's terrible. Welcome to Super Hoopers, an inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. I'm your host, Matt Hill. With me, on on the other line, over the phone, John Hill, my brother in basketball. John, what's up? What's going on, buddy? Breaking news, breaking news. What's the news? Kevin Durant's a bitch. <laughs> Is that, well, we can start with that, but I want to start. No, no, yeah, we'll get to that. Emotional pain and depression can indicate that someone may be at risk for suicide. But the signs aren't always easy to see or discuss. Most people who take their lives exhibit one or more warning signs. Often the signs are subtle changes in mood, what they say, or how they act. Learn to recognize the warning signs. Suicide is preventable. Recognize it. Talk about it. Act on it. Learn more at recognizetalkact.org. A message from the Virginia Department of Health. I got some inside stuff. Before that, I just want to say... I just want to set expectations low for all the Hooper Troopers out there. I am playing very hurt this week. Oh, right? you're hurt. I'm, I'm, I'm potting very hurt, hurt this week. What happened? Um, well, you know, I have the Channel 101 show. So if oh, listeners okay. don't know, that's how we all know each other. Me, John, and Dave, we all know each other from Channel 101. Channel 101, if you have a Channel 101 show, which I haven't, I don't think I've had one the entire time of Super Hoopers. If you have a Channel 101 show, it's insane. In four weeks, you have to write, produce, direct, edit, do all the special effects, sound, for like a five-minute show. Which is actually doable if you don't have a job. But if you have a job, it's a, it's a freaking... Or, or like a kid. Or, or a like kid. Or like a wife. Or like... No, no. Honestly, on, like when I had one-on-one shows before, I didn't have a kid. And it was fine. Because like you just, you know, you just stay up super late. For the week, you know, the week ahead of when the show's due. But basically, basically the week before the show's due is just done. You're just, like, constantly working on it. Yeah. So, and that, we that, weren't even supposed yeah. to record. Dave, I actually tweeted out. Uh, uh, that we're not recording? That we're not recording. We're oh, yeah. Recording. John and I are doing a secret uh, yeah, record. Yeah, Dave don't know. We just had it. Dave, we well, He's going to find out when he listens to it, right? Probably because Dave's got a new podcast now. So he's, he's got a new podcast, so we decided to just record without him. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is no, this he's is, busy. He's busy. He said he's busy tonight. I think, it's so. you know, yeah, it's sure. kind of like uh, you know when when like an actor or something they want more money. So right. when they show up, what you do is you have an open audition for them, 
waited. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you pulled the uh, whatever. What was the the Simpsons Aunt, Aunt did Bev that. on on uh, on uh, on Fresh Prince of Bel Air where they replaced her Aunt Viv. They yeah, replaced exactly. Her so uh, just we, to show. We, yeah. So if uh, if there's any people that have been on Criminal Minds for <laughs> yeah, well, th- we three have and a half minutes. That's a big up- yeah. upgrade for us. So we'll... over Dave, over Dave. <laughs> yeah. No, so maybe, I'm gonna maybe bones. So I've been... any, any bones part time. <laughs> Yeah, any Bones guest stars, we'll, yeah. we'll have them on the pod. But um, so I have, I mean I mean I've been watching what I can watch, but I've really been focused on the edit. Um, but also what I should I should mention last night, John. Last night, I was I may have been partying all night with Keanu Reeves. I Wait, don't know. What? Oh, did you go to the uh, uh, the uh, yeah? My, uh, my, so uh, my, always my maybe. My, Always be my maybe coming out on Netflix May thirty first. So the premiere of it was last night. Now, of course, this listener knows. Listeners know my my close, my very very close personal friend Randall Park stars in the movie. Yep. And then my other close personal friend Ali Wong is the other star of the, wow. the movie. So it's, it looks good, man. I like was. Re- oh, so it, you saw it? How was it? I saw it. It's fantastic. I mean, it's. It's a it's a romantic comedy. Yeah. So course. like, just expect a really good romantic comedy. Like, if you don't like romantic comedies, like you're not gonna like it. No, but of it's course. just it's a standard romantic comedy. But it's like as good as romantic comedies can be. And I don't think it's a spoiler because he's in the trailer. Keanu Reeves, like, there's the the section with Keanu Reeves is like one of the funniest things I've seen. Ah. It's like it's amazing. It's so good. In my opinion, like this may look stupid, like my like our collective Bucks pick, like the Bucks are gonna beat the Raptors in four. It may look stupid like that, but the movie I think is gonna be huge because people love Ali. Randall's amazing in the movie. People love Keanu Reeves, and the movie's just good. It's just flat out good. And this is the first, to my mind, like Asian American romantic comedy where it's like like a big Asian American romantic comedy. Where well, I mean, there was the the little uh, international hit Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, but that's. A romantic. That comedy. one's more, but that that one's more um, Asian. This is this this one is a very Asian American story. So. Uh okay. I mean, the two main characters are Asian American in it. Well, I guess the one guy. Yeah, was. but the one guy. I he's see what more, you're saying. This is more. It's more is, like yeah. It didn't take place this, in America. This, this and also is like, and, yeah yeah and, and this is more the traditional Asian American sp- experience in terms of both their characters. Um, yeah. where that movie like it's crazy rich. That's it's like true. A, that's true. And, and you know, not that that not that that's a bad thing. Like I think there's obviously a diversity of of experience amongst humans. So it's like not that that invalidates Crazy Rich Asians. I love that movie. Um, but uh, this movie's you know this movie's good. I'm so it's excited. Good. I, Randall Park yeah. has had my number forever. Like he every single thing he does just makes me laugh so much. He He's is the, so, so good in the movie. Fucking funny. And Ali Wong's yeah. one of my favorites too. Yeah. She's yeah, so yeah. great. And she ran, yeah. I remember you telling me that they were doing this movie long time ago, and I, oh yeah, and when I saw oh, the yeah, trailer, yeah. oh my gosh, oh yeah, another another close personal friend of mine actually helped write the movie, Mike Golomko, the guy who taught me how to write. So oh okay, he was like my writing mentor for many years. I'd go to his house like when, in college, and he taught me how to write. So wow, well, Are I mean, like basically listen. that uh, uh, the one one of LeBron James's friends that like I'm, plays basketball I'm, in Italy. It's like everyone yeah. else is really really successful. Yeah, and you're, exactly. You're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like they're I, they're proud of you and your channel right. 101 and all the <laughs> all, and all the money you lost on that. <laughs> Allie, Allie was talking to me about channel 101 after at the after party. What was she saying? She she was just like, 
Oh, your wife's such a big fa- like because uh, Allie's actually really close to my wife. Like they're they're better friends than I am, and she was like, "Oh, your wife's such a big fr- fan of her. She's always telling me about your little channel one on one shows and stuff." <laughs> <laughs> the shade, your little channel one on one shows. Ah, uh, she didn't. She didn't mean it like that. She's cool. Allie's cool. Yeah, Allie's yeah. Like that. She was just like you know, so, um, you know. Maybe hey, look, maybe Keanu will be in in episode three of uh of your series. I'm gonna try to get him. I'm trying try to get Keanu. Get he might. He loves yeah. AI. He loves it. I couldn't. I couldn't believe that he was in the movie. I couldn't believe they got him for the movie. Like it was like okay, and he was there. So that's why I'm. I'm also okay. so in addition to to uh you know to uh, whatever like not paying attention to basketball for the past week working on my show. I, I like I've paid some attention, but you know. Yeah. So I was out last night until like two or three in the morning because we were at the after party and it's like open bar and like fucking Keanu Reeves is chilling you know were you so, talking did you talk to him did you talk no, to him just, why not he's he was like far he was like far there was like a special VIP area oh, okay okay it was like the extra and like by the time I got to the VIP area like he he had bounced there was still lots of other cool VIPs like I can name drop Daniel Day Kim was there hey well, uh, he's in the movie right yeah, yeah. uh yeah, he's uh, Ali's husband in the movie, or whatever, fiance. Um, Dan the Automator, which was like Whoa. the coolest thing for me. Dan the Automator he was, was just chilling. Yeah, I talked to Dan the Automator. Yeah. Oh damn. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. If, I don't know if young listeners know who Dan the Automator is, but fucking look up Dan the Automator. Oh. He's like made some of the. He's made some of the best music there is. He's oh. so freaking good. Handsome boy modeling uh, school. Worked with Handsome Deltron. Boy Mon- Deltron. Um, 2030. I want y'all yeah. to meet Deltron Zero. Hero yeah, check Automator. out Deltron. Yeah, so it was, dude, it was so surreal because we all went to UCLA. So we all went to UCLA, and the premiere was at the theater we used to go to. Like, it was in the Westwood Theater. Oh, really? And then the after party was the the W. The W, which we could never get into. We were never cool enough to get into the W. (laughs) (laughs) So it was so, so surreal. It's like, I'm chilling. I'm just chilling. There's Dan the Automator over there. There's Keanu Reeves over there, you know. It's just... uh, you know, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. And there's like a ton of other like Asian actors that yeah. were there. Matt, but, um, once again, just the white guy surrounded by Asian people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What was also weird about the after party is there were a lot of children at the after party. Oh, but they, really? But they, yeah, because there's like kids in the movie. Oh, and then, and then also Randall knows a bunch of of the kids from Fresh Off the Boat, and the director of the movie is the showrunner of Fresh Off the Boat. So, oh, that's there right. like a that's lot right. of. So there's like a lot of Fresh Off the Boat kids, and all the kids. Are like were dressed up like they were dressed like adults like they were like they were like these little kids like in bow ties and stuff and so it was just trippy because you'd like see you're like whoa is that like a that's like a ten year old right there right. <laughs> what's that? oh t- it was my boy uh, what's <laughs> his name a- Ian Ian Chen there I don't know is he the one oh I, I'm it's that's my favorite kid on Fresh Off the Boat the, the lead. um I think just the oldest kid and then there was a, this other kid who's a Who's like in a ton of stuff? I forget his name. Mm. Albert Sai, maybe is his name. Anyways, yeah, the young kid is like my my like the funniest kid in the world. The youngest one. Yeah, I forgot his name. Oh well. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was dope. So, anyways, I was out. I was out super late last night. So damn, I'm not. Although I'm no longer. I know. I know. I had to skip. I had to skip the channel one on one panel meeting for it. So wow. Yeah. Amazing. Anyways, so I'm a little hungover right now. Or not I'm not hungover, but I'm tired. I was hungover this morning when I was teaching. Oh good. Um, good. So <laughs> But I, I told my students, I was like, look, you don't you only get to party with Keanu Reeves like, you know, at least maybe you once named, or twice in your you life. You told him? What's up? Yeah, I told him. Because like I can't 
a, a, a student came in late and I was like, how are you coming in late, dog? Like, I was out till two in the morning with Keanu Reeves and I'm still here. <laughs> I was here on time. Come on, man. Oh, what a humble to... brag. What a great uh, humble no, brag. I... Dude, look, I, you know, whatever. Like, I, 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 I know it's like name dropping. Actually, I, I know it's like, I, I know would it's, not have. I know I it's name I would have played it cool. You gotta, you gotta understand, John, though, how surreal it is to go to college with people and like, like close, like they, they're like, like, like my wife and Allie were like roommates. Like they were like close, yeah. you know, they were to go to college with people. And then not only are they in a, they're in a movie together at, at the, the theater you used to go to. It was, it was insane. I can't even describe like what a, what a, like, a, like, it's like a dream come true, you know? And then like, I was like driving home, driving past Randall's old, old crappy apartment, which is right next to my current crappy apartment. And there's just like. <laughs> Giant billboard of him, like he's on like a, the the bus advertisements for the movie. It's wild. Just a, just a nice little uh, drunk driving story too to to cap off the night, Matt. Oh no, I took an Uber back. Sorry, oh, okay. I took an Uber back. Good, took, good. We good, left good, the car. Good. We left the car at UCLA. Oh, so. nice, nice, nice. Yeah, because like I was supposed to be DD, but I mean, come on, it's like open bar. It's yeah, like you got no, you know, no, I can't. You gotta go. Wait, why were you going to be DD? You... Come on. I don't know. I'm always well. My wife and I, whenever we go out together, we use you know, it's usually a race. It's like. Who can get more drunk faster to be like, oh, I'm too drunk, I can't drive, so I guess you have to be a GD. <laughs> That's a good we, it's one. Like a, it's like an unspoken race between us. Like neither of us actually like articulate it, but all of a sudden one one of us will go to the other one. Like, so who's DD? Who's DDing tonight? Because I've had like five drinks already, so maybe he's not me. But got uh, it. That's yeah. fair. Well, you got to get wait yeah. till Dean's old enough to drive. Oh, dude, Dean Dean could probably drive us now. That kid, he knows everything <laughs> yeah, he already. Is. He's photographic memory. Sorry, so sorry. Let's uh, let me not indulge in the name drop. So we talk a little NBA. The, the, you want to talk about the Bucks game that just happened? We're just recording this right after the Raptors beat the Bucks. John, we're gonna have to do some live spin because both of us picked the Bucks in this series. Did so, we? <laughs> is that how we're gonna spin it? What? I haven't I don't remember come. That. I have I really not don't come up with. I, picked. I oh come on, we picked the Bucks. I mean, I I thought the Bucks were gonna kill them. I thought the Bucks it would be like a four or five game series. Um, I couldn't believe they lost game four. And I can't believe they lost tonight. Like, I don't know what happened. I know Giannis was, like, a little injured or something. But, um... You know what? It's I just thought Toronto's... That... Sorry. Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Bucks have been playing not as well. And I think they... Uh, Toronto has done the thing where they just... they. It's basically what uh, the Celtics do to uh, Ben Simmons. It's they just pack the paint. And the guy can't shoot. Yeah. Um, so it forces him to pass to these guys and they're not playing Chris Middleton and Brogdon. These guys aren't playing as well as they should be. And Toronto's, uh, cast of mostly bums have finally stepped up. They, if, I mean, is it Fred, uh, Van, uh, of Lee? fleet hit six yeah. threes or something like that. Finally, yeah. finally became the player that NBA Twitter thought he was <laughs> all these dudes Siakam and Gasol yeah, it's like yeah Lowry's yeah so it's like showed up. these dude yeah you're right these dudes didn't show up and then all of a sudden they showed up in these past two games and man I don't even know like I want to still believe in the Bucks like I, I do think the Bucks are the way better team um but that's going to be a hard game to win in game six in Toronto I think that's going to be real hard for the Bucks to win because I think all the pressure is on the Bucks because Toronto's like yeah, okay, like, we're going to play our best, but if we lose it, we still go to a Game 7. So I, I do think all the pressure's on the Bucks, and they were favored in the series, so... I'd also... I, I think the biggest learn that I had in this this game in particular, but also maybe the last couple, is just that 
Kawhi Leonard is so fucking good. He, oh, he's, he's like he. It's like you watch and you're like, no, nah, he's better than Giannis. Well, he's definitely more clutch. Like he's just a killer. Like he's a, especially he's, in the playoffs. In the playoffs, he's like it's. It was so sad that that series that that the San Antonio had against Golden State, where he got injured in the first yep. game, because he was killing them. Killing. Them. He is such a killer. Like he's just so. He's like Dame, man. He's just like cold blooded. Yeah. And there was so. a someone made a really great chart. It was like a moving GIF chart uh, video, where it showed everyone's like true shooting percentage during the regular season, and then oh, it right. shifted during playoffs, and everyone went down a little. And Kawhi's went up great, greatly. Oh yeah, and it's well, just that I and and I think a lot of it, why he's better is, he can shoot the three, and Giannis really can't yet. And once you pack that, once you game plan really hard against Giannis, he needs to beat you by the passing. And if his guys aren't making shots, Kawhi just like, he's so good, man. And it just and it's so amazing to me that. Pop and R.C. Buford traded him for Demar fucking DeRozan. He, uh, not that, even, not okay, even yeah. if you were like, you know what, yo, we got right. like, we got like, we got the eighteen picks. picks. We got, you know what I yeah. mean. Even the mythical, yeah. like, someone was making fun of the Cavs for uh, what they got for uh, for Kyrie. They're like, oh, you got a second round pick in Colin Sexton. It's like cool, but we all remembered the Brooklyn pick as being like a thing that we wanted, right? Well, like, also, dude, that I mean, Kyrie was, you know, just destroyed the Celtics and it was injured for a year. So it's not like that was a terrible trade. Yeah, Anyways. yeah. But, but like, yeah, if they were like, hey, we got the, you know, that Miami unrestricted pick or any of these great picks that you're, you would think would be good, right? Like, right. A they just pick, got, they just straight up got DeMar DeRozan. DeRozan. I know. <laughs> Look, not a good trade. No. Not a good trade. I don't know if I, I, I they should have probably gone after something else. <laughs> I don't know if I defended the trade. Oh, I may have defended it. the trade. You loved it. Well, I think I defended the trade saying, like, we didn't know what the other offers were. Like, we're not sure no, what you the also other were offers like, are. Who, the Kawhi, he might be hurt. He might never play again. We he don't know not, what he's it's doing. It's true. He might. I agree with that. I agree with And he might still self. leave. He might still leave. But, like, you know what? Well, I, I agree that you should have got anybody's better than DeRozan. Like, you should have got some some young prospect. Something. But, you got to got something. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, Pop... Like I like my it's my wine take, you know. Like Pop, he thinks just because something's expensive, it's, it's good, good. But that's not always the case, Pop. All yeah. right. I also think so. too. Like what's really crazy is the, you know, they had offered the Sixers, uh, Kawhi for Ben Simmons, which was mm. like a crazy thing because like you know, look the contract. You don't know if Kawhi's gonna stay, all that stuff. But like, all right, man, man, if that team was, whew, Embiid, Kawhi. Ka- Dude, Even nobody's... one of Jimmy Butler or Tobias or just Covington. Oh, dude. Can you imagine you Covington still? Oh. Kawhi, Covington, JB. Nobody's oh. scoring. Nobody's scoring. Well, get, get JJ out of there. Get, get okay. Landry Shamit. Landry Shamit. Imagine, Landry Shamit. Imagine, <laughs> imagine you still have Shamit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wild. Uh, wild. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I think Toronto, I would say it's not over, over, but like Kawhi. I, I would say if you're picking... If you go with the best player, usually wins. I think it's definitely Kawhi. But I think but you're right. It's like going kind of crazy. Go, going into this series, we thought Giannis was the best player in the series, and now Kawhi has shown that he's the best player. Yeah. So, but what's also I think I do think both teams are significantly less good than 
the Warriors. Oh, oh, yeah. It's not. It's and, yeah, and it's, truthfully, it's, and I'm and this isn't me being a homer, but if Embiid wasn't hurt for those games, I think they beat the Raptors. I think I think so too. I think I I, I, and, I agree. And I think looking at the way the Bucks are playing, maybe they could have beat the Bucks too, which is crazy. Mm. I don't know about that, but I just I guess I just thought the Bucks this Bucks team was a lot better than they were. Like they they all their stats in terms of their margin of victory, all that stuff, rate offensive rating, defensive rating, suggested they were much better. But yeah, hey, huh. regular season hey. bud, he's, he's a, regular season bud, dude. Uh, old Gill, old Gill, old Gill lets us down again. <laughs> No, nah, I don't know. I think the Bucks could still pull it off. I I still think it's probably like, I mean, it's harder. You got to win two games, but I don't know. well, it'd be not. It, it it would be nice to get a game seven. That would, it would be, nice. be fun. Since, it would be fun since there's nothing else going on. Nope, because because um, it's going to be a four game finals. <laughs> yeah, because the finals will be yeah four or five Can games. We talk about how people honestly thought the Rockets were going to beat the Warriors. Hey, like not us, not the Hoopers, <laughs> not the Hoopers. We were all in on the Durantless Warriors. We oh. were like, in fact, I was all in on them after I said after they after they if Durant left, I would pick them to win the title next year. Yeah. Now I'm sure everyone's going to pick them to win the title after they already won this title so without without Durant. Durant's apparently going to miss most of the finals too. So yeah, that makes me like Golden State even more in the finals. Oh man, uh, should we switch to Durant? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. What are you going to say about Durant? All right. So actually, recap recap what happened. Okay, Sean. I'll recap what happened. Uh... Chris Broussard on his radio show. Your your boy, your Chris, boy, my boy, uh, a guy that I worked with for years. Uh, I don't, I no longer produce his podcast, so I don't see him every okay. day like I used to. Um, so you're you're no longer super biased. You're just minimally biased. I'm still, yeah. Now I'm still mostly biased. I I think Chris <laughs> is a re- like, look, I'll say that. I and here's the thing. I don't like talking about the people at work so much, just because you never know when something gets back. You know what I mean? I just right. try to keep that away. We do our thing. You know, you never know if one of our two listeners, you know, exactly. might pass might, along to Fox exactly. Sports. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, I will say this: there are. Look, if you talk on TV or radio for three hours a day for ten years, it doesn't matter how great you are, whatever you do, people are going to hate you. People are going to find one take that you had wrong and say you're an idiot, right? Uh, and I would say a lot of people maybe aren't uh, super smart, right? Like just people on TV, like it's hard to be an expert if you're doing all the sports, right? And a lot of our talent does. But Chris it is super smart. That guy knows basketball inside and out. He knows the history of the game. Uh, he talks about stuff that, I mean, like, you got to remember, he worked for, uh, was it the New York Times, ESPN, the magazine? Like, he has a great journalistic background. He's not a hot take artist, right? They actually brought him on to be the voice of reason and to use his expertise instead of just throw out hot takes. So he had this thing where he tweeted out, uh, you know, the Warriors winning these games and winning this championship is kind of KD's worst nightmare, right? right? And then so KD retweeted him or wrote back said my worst nightmare you don't think there's things worse than this that could happen to me and chris responded yeah it's a figure of speech but you know what i'm talking about like right i mean like uh, a team uh, winning it without you shows that you were not needed yeah so to play devil's advocate or whatever to play both sides uh broussard 
it's clearly a figure of speech. Like he clearly, yes. it's clearly a hyperbole. Yes. He doesn't mean it's actually the worst nightmare. Yes. And he's a hundred percent right. Because if the Warriors go on to win without um, this title without KD, it does put an asterisk on those previous titles because they we, we think, oh, they probably could have won those without him. Like he was a luxury. Like KD was just like made them completely invincible. Yeah. Um, and how much more fun is it watching this team than the team with KD? Exactly. Draymond's back. And so it Yeah. Draymond's back. He's playing well. Old Steph, you forget how much fun old Steph was. And they're passing the ball more. It's not this give the ball to KD ISO score. It's they're having you clearly they're having a lot of fun. And it's it's just a better it's the basketball that we loved of the Warriors. Yeah. And but in KD's defense, I'm sure, you know. Some his stupid advisors have not taken his phone away, so he still nope. has his phone. Nope. He's scrolling through there and he's like, worst nightmare. Really? They're way things worse, you know? So I mean I can understand how he'd be pissed too, because he's injured and like, you know, he's just generally mad at the world all the time. Yes. So classic. Classic classic KD. So he responds, yeah. right? At and least he then, responded from his actual account though. Yes, yes, and not his You gotta account. give him yeah. You got to give him some, you got to give him respect for that. Give him respect for that. So Chris then goes on Undisputed and says like, look, I have a, me and Katie have a love hate relationship with each other. We've actually texted for hours, numerous times. Like he was like for like over three hours, we've texted back and forth about life, about basketball. He's come at me privately way harder than what you've seen on Twitter. Like he's gone at me and I've defended myself. And at the end of the day, we were cool about it. Right. Um, but, it, but then Chris said, look, if I'm going to sit here and criticize athletes, I should be able to take it when athletes criticize me. I'm a grown man and that's cool. Like it is what it is, right? Like it's not, a, it's just, this is my opinion. Right. And Chris never takes anything personal. You know what I mean? Like I'll call Katie a bitch. Chris will, you know, Chris would never do anything like that. Um, so then KD wrote back, clap, 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 clap. Uh, no cap 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 which is which is which is slang for lying for lying yep i learned i learned that i had to look it up but i learned it. yep yep and says you don't even have my number okay so then chris writes back like uh yes like you literally dming on on twitter on twitter dming on instagram that's the same thing as texting like, don't insinuate that I'm lying. <laughs> like, and then he went on TV and said, you know, like, guys, like, I have it. I have the, I have the thing. But, of course, I won't show the world this, you know, mm-hmm. because I'm a journalist. Because everyone's like, release the tweets, you know, release the DMs. Release the DMs or whatever. Yeah, and, and Chris is like, no. And he would never do something. He's a, like, first of all. You, you would burn KD on something private like that. And then you would burn right. every other contact and source you have that DM'd you or texted you that you're going to show these things. So he was like, no. But he also said, KD, you started this. You're the, fir- you're the guy who reached out to me. And if right. you, uh, you know, basically like, like I don't know wh- why you're mad at this. Like, KD tried to well actually him. Like, actually, it wasn't a text. It was like, bro, you're, you're talking to me on your phone for hours. And then Chris looked <laughs> like, that's, that's your comeback, right? And then Chris was like, uh, as a matter of fact, I used to have your number. 
Like I once had it, but you know, you change your number, like it's real. Like, and, and Chris said it best. He's like, look, if you can prove that I made this up, like then Fox can fire me today. And right. it's like, so I ran into Chris today. I said like, yeah, just try to stay out of trouble. <laughs> we, we had a good laugh. Why did, but John, you should ask to see the text. You should ask to see the receipts, man. No. Well, I was, I was going to, but I didn't get a lot of time to talk with him. But here's the other thing. Other people have seen him. Right. And also like, here's, and this is a true story. Chris told us about him communicating through DMs with Durant a year ago. Like we knew it. Like, like he would just be like, oh yeah, yeah. I DM with Durant. So like when he, when people are calling Chris a liar, it was like, no, I've known about this forever. I, we just don't talk about it because it's private. You know, it's, it's undisclosed. We would never mention it. I would never mention it on this pod. And you and Dave know, like there's stuff I know that we talk about, but I would never release it in case it could get back to me and stuff like that. But no, it's a hundred percent true that. And first of all, for anyone to, and I don't want to just defend Chris too much because that's not what I'm here to do. But the fact, but you just did it. You just did it for 10 minutes. I did it for 10 minutes, but also, uh, guys, have we not found out that Kevin Durant has burner accounts and that he argues (laughs) with teenagers on Twitter? Are we going to pretend that, He's, yeah, I mean, he's not the fucking lunatic and the whiny to, bitch of this whole situation. And that Chris Broussard, a man of great integrity, who literally doesn't even curse. He's, su- he's such a good church-going person. He doesn't curse. Would not make up this whole thing that because then KD could expose him. And if you notice, yeah, KD well, has never said anything back like, no, I've never, te- I've never DM'd you. It's just like, KD, yeah. man, get, just fucking put your phone down. Put your phone down, dog. Like, I mean, KD has talked for hours about basketball with random teenagers. So I, I see your point. Like, like, how? Like, it's not. Why would anyone believe Kevin Durant? I, I don't know. Is well, it, I mean, Broussard has credibility issues too. I mean, he. I think he's been wrong on a few, a few big things. So yeah, but here's the thing: being wrong versus making stuff up are two completely different things. So you're saying like his sources. Got it wrong, and so he yeah, up, or so, or sometimes sources <clears throat> are just wrong. Like, and, right. and here's the other thing: we also do the thing where you just because look, here's what happens: if a GM says this, right? A GM says uh, LeBron is going to the whatever he he's going to the Nuggets, right? Or or okay, let me say this: if a, let's let's do a realistic one. Sources say Kyrie might go to the Nets, right? If the if an agent who works for Kyrie or a close buddy of Kyrie tells you, hey, he's thinking the Nets, and then you say, hey, source, there's people out there that are legit telling me he's considering the Nets, and let's say he doesn't go to the Nets. That doesn't mean you lied or you made it up. You're saying, no, this is what someone is telling me. That is close. And it's never just some random person. It's always someone that's legit. No reporter of, of credibility wants to put their name out there on some crazy shit like, Kyrie's going to retire and play football. Like, no. If, <laughs> if, if you have a good source and you say, hey, this is what people have told me, this is what I'm hearing, then just because that turns out to not be true doesn't mean you made it up. You know, I do think there's people who've made stuff up. And I know of a few stories that I've been told of someone being like, no, I was in the room. And that is not what happened. 
and that guy went with that story to get clicks and that's a fucking lie like chris don't do that it's mm. a, like there's so many mm. times that he's told us stuff that we're just like like we can't run with what actually a fun story is he told me a time where i can't go into details but there was a gm who told him something about the lakers right i'll just leave it vague and then he found out that from a closer source to LeBron that that GM had actually told them something completely different. And I was like, what do you think that oh, means? Wow. What do you think that means? He was like, oh, no, that GM lied to my face because the GM wanted me to go on air and say that. Or if anyone asked me, because, like, you know, you get these insiders, hey, what are you hearing? What are you hearing? Then he would spin it his direction. But then he found out, like, no, that wasn't true because he found a better source. But that's the game that these GMs and agents play. They try to get you that, to be the source. They want you. I know. This This is like this is all Danny Ainge does is lie to reporters. This is right, like Danny exactly. Ainge's playbook. But but if you're yeah. a reporter, Danny Ainge is like, yo, we offered him three draft we, picks. We, what are you, you we gonna, offered him 18 draft picks. We tried to get him. We tried. We tried our best, but you know. But you're going to deal like, with this. You know, at one point, like most reporters are going to believe Danny. Like if the GM of the team is telling you this, you have to say, hey, sources say that the Celtics offered. Yeah. That. You know what I mean? I and know. then you have to wait out I the know. good stuff because you don't want to get burnt. But like, yeah, yeah, it's wild, man. It's so funny that like this is all happening. It's just like it's like, KD, put your fucking phone down, dude. Put your like, phone down. Watch a Keanu Reeves movie, man. Just chill right? out. Right. Watch some, watch some John Wick. Like, all right. Just oh. do some, just do some, just do some rich stuff. Like, get a yacht. All get, right. Like, get a yacht. Get women, women, yeah. yacht. Uh, food, good food. Yeah, man. Hang out. Come on the Super yeah. Hoopers. Hang out with San your boy Francisco. Bill. Bill Simmons. Go to, hang out with him. Yeah, yeah. Call up Bill, man. Go hang with Bill. Uh, Bill seems like he's having a good time. Bill, Bill's yeah. uh, watching Game of Thrones, hanging out. Yeah, like, yeah. Go, be go well. catch a go. Go catch a teenage girl soccer game with Bill Simmons, all right? <laughs> yeah, don't be well actually people. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. We never text. It was a DM. Like, bro. Like, I would love to be uh, uh, arguing you with all, on this one, but it's like, I'm with Broussard. Having the number doesn't matter in, like, 2019. Like, if you're DMing with somebody, that's the same thing. You know, yeah. Facebook and it w- messaging. It's all exactly. the same. Exactly. It would have been different. If Chris said, like, yo, me and Durant talk on the phone for hours, I think that would be different, right? Because, like, a phone call yeah. is, I think, a way more yeah. personal. And if you're like, right. dude, I don't talk on the phone. All I do is DM you. I'd be like, ooh, yeah, you you exaggerate. That's a lie. But like Chris said, it, he's like, I'm 50. It's all the same to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's really don't care. Yeah, it's um, so crazy. Let's. I got a brief beef. I want to talk about the the uh, the AD stuff. Like, so the the Pelicans won the lottery. You know, they're gonna draft Zion, and I got beef with all the people saying that they should keep AD or like try it out with AD. Oh my god! Like, it's so dumb to me because you're whole. You're the Pelicans. You got Zion, all right? Who's like the whatever the best talent to come into the league since AD or since LeBron, and your whole goal is to make him a Pelican for life. That should be your entire goal right now. And your entire goal should be, let's not make the same mistakes we made with AD going win now. You want to trade AD for a bunch of young prospects and picks so you can build around Zion. And it's not like 
Zion and AD won't be good together, and it's not like that would be a fun team or anything like that. It's that that team's not winning the title, and you need to cater completely to Zion. You need to go to Zion and be like, yo, this is your team. We're going to trade AD. We're going to get him out of here. He doesn't want to be here. We don't want that negative energy. We're just going to build around you. You're our guy. You know, you know, you're you're what you're you're the face of the Pelicans. That's the whole point in trading AD. Is it's because it's about you know the long term commitment to Zion. No, absolutely. Here's the other thing. By the time AD's, they said, what is it? By the time AD's like thirty, Zion's only like twenty two. I know. It's like, what are you doing? Like you're hoping AD, like AD wants out. He's 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 a free agent after the season. And yeah, you could keep him around, trade him at the deadline. But my thing would be like. I would. I mean, I would see what the offers are. Obviously, I wouldn't like rush to do an offer. But like the idea that you're gonna keep him around and hope he stays or whatever, it's like, no, get the dude out of there. No, no. I think David Griffin is BSing everyone when he's like, I'm gonna sit down. I, 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 I think he knows. I, he knows. I think it's a it's it's a leverage play. Hopefully, like hopefully it's a leverage play. I mean, hopefully he's not that dumb. Hopefully behind the scenes he's telling sign. Yeah, don't worry. We'll get 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 rid of this guy. Yeah, so. I think it's also like. You know the PR is you can't be like oh I can't wait to trade this great guy he's gonna say no We're gonna I know sit down. I know We're talk I'm no gonna, no I'm given the vision but I'm talking more about the basketball commentators the podcasters oh, the idiots. Twitter guys who are like oh you gotta keep yeah well you gotta run them out together see what it looks like you know oh dude and yeah so dumb yeah, yeah. so dumb here's what I would and, do. oh go for it keep going but the other thing I want to beef with is the idea that the Celtics have the best trade package for AD. They're not putting Tatum in the deal. There's no fucking way they're putting Tatum in the deal. No. I don't care what people say. There's no way they're offering Tatum. And if they don't offer Tatum, they don't have shit. So no. the Celtics don't have the best trade package. No. You know what I would do? Here's here's exactly this. I would do, and I think AD actually should play a role in this. I think AD should sit down with David Griffin and be like, look, man, I gave this organization seven years. It's the same owners. I respect you. You're a, you're a, a championship GM. But I just don't want to be here anymore. And I've given it my all. And I just don't trust this place. Let's figure something out here where we can get you guys the most and build around this new guy, Zion. And here's the teams I will definitely <clears throat> sign with. Use that to your advantage. And let's make this thing work. AD probably won't. He'll probably just like do something dumb, like continue to grow his brand around a unibrow, which is, <laughs> which is just great. Um, Here's what I think the Pelicans should do. Like you said, their job is to keep Zion around, right? So how do you keep him around? You, you surround him by people he likes. You have right. the number. The Knicks have the number three pick. Right. Trade Anthony Davis to the Knicks, right? The Knicks will take him because they got Durant, and they'll take AD and AD – most likely will resign. Like it's Knicks. Right. That's a good good move for the Knicks. Get the number three pick and draft Zion's boy R.J. Barrett. And then I, and then some other and then maybe some future picks or whatever. Get those get those Mavs picks. And now you got Zion R.J. Barrett. Run the Duke team back. They were a great team. Get all the pieces. Give Zion his boy. Therefore, you have two guys who know each other who are best friends. They hopefully won't hate the organization because they have each other's back. RJ Barrett's dope as well. So now you're getting two great people that are the same age that can grow together. Flip Drew at the deadline or whenever you can get more pieces and just rebuild with 
starting off with two great players that work together. Like, yeah, your I, rebuild I, could I, be pretty quick and fast. I would love to disagree with you, but I do think if I'm if I'm the Pelicans, I ask for the number three pick, Mitchell Robinson, and the Mavs picks. Yep. And to me, that gets it done. Yeah, and if you because to me, I'm getting R.J. Barrett, whose buddies, who like you said, is gonna, they're going to be happy. Hopefully, they'll be like, yeah, we're going to make this Pelicans thing a thing. Yeah. Like we're going to be happy here. We're going to have fun. Duke New Orleans like Sha- edition. It'll be like Shaq and Penny yep. when they were in Orlando. Like those. I mean, that didn't turn out well, but, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> but they seem to enjoy Orlando together. Like, yeah. get those guys, and then you get those those Mavs picks. Are, might be good picks. We don't know what's gonna. I mean, they probably won't be because of Luca, but you never know. They'll be they'll be, you know, who knows? They're at least they're at least first rounders. And Mitchell Robinson, you know, uh, whatever. Last week, freaking, uh, you know, Chuck and Dave Federnick are telling us that you know they won't trade anybody. They won't trade Mitchell Robinson for anybody. So yeah. He's he's a solid prospect. Or even if you get Dennis Smith Jr. or whatever, whatever you know. No, I don't want Dennis Smith. Jr., yeah, I wouldn't but, either. Yeah. But like, I'd take Frankie Nicotine. Yeah, what, whatever you think works. But like, get R.J. Barrett because you're not like he's better than. Do you think that's better the Lakers than, can give him? You assume if the Lakers offer Lonzo Ingram and like Kuzma and the number four pick, you think you like that Knicks package better? Ah. Uh, Depends what the Knicks, you know, are you getting Mitchell or not? Are you getting the yeah. draft picks? It's close, but I would take the problem with the the Lakers pick is you're not getting RJ. You think he goes three? He definitely goes three. I think it's a quick three, unless yeah. the Knicks fall in love with the Jarrett Culver or something like that. But I doubt it. But the Knicks don't want I, Knicks don't need young players. You're getting KD. I, you got to go old. I, I'm I'm a little blinded by my love of Lonzo and just thinking that Lonzo you know, in the right situation with the right training staff could, you know. Uh, right situation, right training staff is not New Orleans. Well, they just, hey, they just hired Phoenix. They just hired the Phoenix training staff, and they, they got David Griffin running things, so you never know. Yeah. I would, Pelicans may have, they may have turned a corner, John. No, they may have turned a corner. No. No. I, that's uh, what I would do, but I don't know. I'm just, a, all right. I'm just smarter than most people on NBA Twitter, so. Okay. Do, do you have any? Do we have anything to say about the Lakers drama? Magic went on uh, first take and obliterated the Lakers again. <laughs> Talked about how how Rob Palenka's a backstabbing him. How, and, uh, how right were I don't, you? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know what to say about this. I said the Lakers are a fucking disaster. I don't know how many times they need to show their ass, but yeah. And like Palenka, Palenka's like I don't even know what how he still has a job. It's like everyone clearly hates the dude. I mean. He's everyone just like thinks he's a slime ball. He must be a slime ball, and uh, I don't know. It's a shit show, obviously. So yeah, <laughs> I love how he did it the same day that Lakers were announcing oh. Frank Vogel as the coach. So it's like all the press conference was like, "So what do you guys think about what Magic said?" I know, oh, poor man. Frank Vogel. They straight up one guy was like, "Um, so yeah, it was clear that the Lakers went after Monty Williams and then went after <laughs> my, this, my, and then, they and then kinda, Ty Lue. Yeah, and then they kind of felt to you. How does that? How does that feel? <laughs> did someone ask him that? Oh yeah. And uh, they, they, they like, it was a great question because they like stammered through it. It was like, I would be like, if I was Frank, Frank Vogel, I would be like, here's my paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, exactly. That's how, that's how it feels. Yeah. All right. You know, it's like when someone asked Michael Caine about like, I don't know, some shitty movie he did. He's like, well, I never saw the movie, but I saw the house that it bought me. So, <laughs> yeah. Or Frank Vogel should have been like, yo, Ty Rue's a bum ass coach. And <laughs> Ty Rue's, yo, Ty, Ty Lue sucks. And, uh, Monty Williams is dumb as fuck, too. 
Yeah. Like, oh, 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 you wanted the guy that thought the Suns was a good deal? Okay, great. <laughs> great. Yeah, he'd be like, uh, yeah, he should have been like, well, I wish uh, Monty Williams best of luck with the Suns. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, oh. yeah, and, oh, yeah. Man. well, poor, poor Frank Vogel. Just, poor, just, wait, poor, just waiting for Jason Kidd to take for, his job. He, yeah, just waiting. You think it happens February, March? Well, like I don't know. Well, like, that'll be a good question that I does he does he buy plane tickets? You know now oh. for February or does he does he wait? You know like. Um, oh man. Yeah. What well, I, I just feel so. I feel sorry for all the Lakers fans out there who haven't you know wised up and become Clipper fans like me. Yeah. So I mean, I like I like Magic doing that, just being aggressive and just being like well, all that, that stuff. But I will say that. Everything, and I have heard from other people, like when Magic took the job, there's a couple of people who told me they were like, this is really dumb because the truth about Magic is he is lazy. Like, I know people like, it's hard to imagine that because here's a wildly successful athlete, wildly successful businessman, all that stuff. But a GM position like you got to give it everything. You got to you got to be scouting, you got to be doing all these things. And if you're going to do the figurehead role thing, you need unfortunately he's almost too out there to be the figurehead. You got to do it the Jerry yeah. West way, right? Where Jerry West yeah. is in the background doing everything. Yeah. And yeah, he might not I be- mean or yeah, I mean it's just a jo- it's, it's a job where it's like if you're going to be a figurehead, just be a figurehead. Just be a like, figurehead. Don't do anything else. Don't try to make basketball decisions. Don't trade Zubac. Don't be the dude who trades Zubac. Don't be the dude who admits to not resigning Brooke Lopez. Yeah. You know, just be like, hey, I'm going to be the public face, but, you know, the basketball situation's handled by someone else. Exactly. So. And just like, it was so obvious. Magic didn't, why would Magic want that job? Just no. tweet. Just tweet. And Look, do, you're Magic. You don't need that. You don't need that shit. Yeah. I I don't want to work hard, no. and I'm not even as old as Magic or as rich. No, and so. that was the thing about his TV show. They said too, he wanted the show. Then he got the show, and he was like, "I don't want to rehearse. I don't want to have a. <laughs> I don't want to have a one hour, two hour meeting before. Why do I have to come early? Can't I just show up at the show and do the show? And it's like, and then no. talk. Yeah, no, bro. You gotta, you gotta do the thing. You can't just be the guy that smiles and everyone goes, "Oh, we love you." No, you gotta. You actually gotta do it. I know. It's like I wanted the one on one show, but then I realized I gotta work. You know. Whatever, a hundred hours a week. I know. You know, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if you I need to do this. this. I got you a don't kid want now. this. I don't want. You don't want. I don't do want that. this. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta hit up John for oh a favor God. to shoot. Oh. You know. God. Show looks good. Um, Show looks good. Doesn't it? It does it's look really good. good. The whole thing yeah. looks good. All right. Let's. Should we do? Uh, should we do some get at me, dog? Yeah. Let's do get at me, dog. All right, this is where we tweet at NBA players, score points if they respond. This week, Ivan Rab, Rob, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So Ivan Rob t- tweeted, always let your folks know you appreciate and you're proud of them. So I uh, quote tweeted that and said, shout out to Ivan Rob. I showed this tweet to my son hoping he'd say he's proud of me. No dice so far. Hmm. Not bad. Not bad. I saw him talking, uh, posting a lot. Uh, and I just said, I posted a gif of Boys in the Hood. And I right. said, top five movie or nah? Oh, dude. Boys in the Hood. Classic. I, I, I felt, I don't know. I was just reading his tweets. I felt like he might be really into Boys in the Hood. What was it? Okay. Yeah. 
So I think I, we'll see. It was a late tweet. It might he doesn't he doesn't tweet a lot, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, you still didn't get a response. I did not get a response either. No. At least as of recording. As of recording. No. No. All right. All right. Well, hopefully next week we'll have better luck when Dave's back on the pod. Yeah. You know, did Dave, Dave always, tweet at you know, Ivan? I don't know. We'll find I don't out. Know. We didn't tell I Dave we were recording, so he's, yeah, he's yeah. probably pissed at us. He's probably listening now like, oh, why don't you, why don't you read yeah, my probably, tweet? Well, he's probably DMing with Ivan Robb, yeah, having a long conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Talking to him about um, The Sopranos and his favorite episodes. Um. No, yeah. Check out Dave Soprano's pod whenever uh, it, it drops. Whenever he learns how to upload. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate Dave learning how to edit. For his Sopranos pod and not learning how to edit for this pod. Yes, that's so great. That's great. Thanks, it's Dave. It's always uh, <laughs> Dave, uh, Dave texting us, hey, how do you edit something? Never showed this initiative with the Super nope. Hoopers. Nope. But uh, all right. Okay. okay. All right. We get it. Yeah. We get it. The buddies you're doing the Sopranos pod with, I guess, weren't. I guess are I guess are much more incompetent than me and John. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Aren't they also, isn't he doing it with like directors and stuff? They don't know how to use freaking, uh, anyways, whatever. I don't, I don't know. I don't well, know. We'll, we'll, we'll razz Dave about it yeah, next yeah. time he's on. Shouts and beefs, shouts and beefs. beefs. Uh, um, go ahead, John. Shout out to myself. Oh, nice. I don't know if I said it on the pod. I don't remember uh, because I don't remember anything we say on the pod. Um, <laughs> not a great memory guy. Um, but remember when all the Jimmy Butler stuff leaked about his fight and everything? Mm-hmm. Uh, and remember Woj had the story? Okay. And I said, I can't wait till we f- we find that guest on Woj's pod so that we know who leaked the Jimmy Butler story. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. And All right. I so I had was my it- suspicions on who it was, and I might have said it, but guess who uh-huh. was on this week's Woj pod? Uh, was it Butler's agent or something? Monty Williams. Ah. And I th- I don't re- I don't remember if I said on the pod. Hopefully, someone remembers. Oh, so you mean the the Philly stuff? The leaked. Philly stuff. And, it oh, all, okay. and I always suspected it was Monty because, he, one, it was his first year in Philly. And right. he knew he was going to leave and get another. He was trying to get a coaching job. Hey, right? right. Okay. So my suspicion was always like he would be the one to leak it. Right. right. To, cur- to curry favor. To with curry Lowe's, favor. Yeah. And he doesn't care. He's not going to be there. And he might right. have been like, yo, Butler's an asshole. Yeah. He might be like, fuck this. Because I mean, Monty Williams seems like a nice, a nice guy. guy so he, right. Yeah. And so then... And then you start seeing Woj being like, all these teams are interested in Monty. All these teams, yeah. all these teams. And then what happens? He gets that son's job. And then, oops, just happens to be on Woj's pod. I know, I know. Just saying. Man. I connected I'll just early. say it's well played by Monty then. That is well, well, well played. played. Yeah, except for the fact that he picked the Suns. I, I would pick the Suns over the Lakers, to be honest. The Lakers are such a shit show. Like, I Well, I would have just... Been an assistant coach somewhere. I don't know. I would just whatever whatever pays me more. I just would have gone for yeah, the paycheck. True. Really, that's true. The paycheck. Because I think I because I, I think Monty, I think Monty, even if he fails with the Suns, I still think he would get another head co- coaching job. Like I think he has a good enough reputation where it's like they would just blame the Suns rather than blaming him. You know, mm, maybe so, maybe. And I think failing with the Lakers would be a little more dicey than failing with the Suns. So well. I mean, they gave Luke a new job right away. <laughs> That's true. Well, well, let's well, see if Luke. Sur- let's see if he survives the. Yeah. And uh, you know. done a pretty good job of just sweeping that under the rug. You that, I, that? It was really weird how it went away it's, so fast. It's because uh, those. It's troubling. It, it's very troubling. It di- those ones seemed credible to me. Yeah. Those 
the the allegations against Luke seemed seemed actually pretty credible. Yeah. So I mean, the witness came out. We we will see. We'll we see. will see. Um, um, John, I got beef. I got. I would. I need. I need. I need you to give a ruling on okay. this story. Okay. This is this is from Reddit. All right. All right. So this guy posts on Reddit. He says, "Josh Hart owes me money." All right. Okay. Did you see this? No, I did you haven't seen this. So what happened was in like 2017, Josh Hart tweeted about how he wanted uh, a Switch, a Nintendo Switch. Okay. I guess they were hard to get at that point. This guy slides into Josh's DMs like, "Yo, I'll sell you mine." Right? They agree to like I don't know price of like three hundred fifty dollars or something like that. And then Josh is like, "Hey, can I get a discount if I get you Lakers tickets?" So the dude was like, "Yeah, two hundred bucks and Lakers tickets." Right? So. The dude sends Josh Hart the switch, and then Josh Hart sends him two hundred bucks. And then, when it came time for the Lakers tickets, the dude asked for tickets for the day or for the game where they're retiring Kobe's jersey. And then, like Josh Hart, basically never got back to him. All right. Wait, wait, sorry, you broke up. Who? Uh, Kobe's ret- the oh, the Kobe's dude asked retired. for. Yeah, like basically an impossible ticket to get. All right. Ugh. And then. Like, basically, Josh Hart never got back to the guy. So then the guy went on Reddit and was like, Josh Hart owes me money. He owes me tickets. I, I kind of think Josh Hart is not to be blamed. Like, the dude clearly overstepped for asking for Kobe tickets. Yeah. For the night. It's like, if the agreement is tickets, you kind of just say, you know, whatever game you can get me tickets to. Like, I think that's more the agreement. Like... Josh Hart's like, okay, here's the tickets. I got you the tickets for this game, you know? Not like, hey, I get to request a certain game. Like, if I was Josh, Josh Hart and I got the DM, the guy was like, um, yo, get me tickets for this game. I'd be like, fuck you. Like, I can't, like, of course I can't get those tickets, can't you know? Get like, tickets? like, I would be like, who the fuck is this dude thinking he's trying to get, like, trying to hit me up for Kobe tickets because I gave him, like, a, because he gave me $100 off on a Switch, you know? Those tickets are worth, like, thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, I would, being like- I would Hey, you know what? Here's what we'll do, Matt. All right, let's make a bet on the on this uh, Toronto um, uh, Bucks series. All right, I'll bet you a dinner. Okay, cool. And then you're like, yeah, we're going to fucking the French Laundry. Like what? No, yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. Exactly. No. It's just like an unwritten rule. Yeah. You know. And also, the, a lot of these contests, you know, when you get like a buy one free ticket or something, they always say like excluding holidays yeah. and special events. It's just like not being a dick it's just like common courtesy to just be like whatever you can get me i'm cool with thanks josh yeah. you know maybe ask it's like ask like hey any luck hey. Any, any extra that you know and yeah. when he's like and then nah. the dude and then the dude was like also constantly dming josh after this like hey i guess we're friends now because i gave you the switch deal it was totally like if you ever see uh seinfeld like when banya uh. gives jerry jerry <laughs> the suit and then it's like basically he like thinks jerry's forever in his debt <laughs> it's like I don't know. It's just, it's like, do we have no decorum anymore? I, I don't know. know. I was like, I this, I was so pissed off at the dude. And everyone on Reddit was like, oh, this is, Josh, that's so fucked up on Josh Hart's part. It's so fucked up. And it's like, dude, this guy was a dick, man. It's like, I don't, I don't go up to my close personal friends, Ali Wong, Randall Park, and be like, dude, <laughs> dude, 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 you gotta, gotta introduce me to Keanu. Come on, bring me over to Keanu. Yeah. Like, hook, hook, hook. No, I just stand awkwardly acro- way across the club in the corner and take pictures of him, yeah. right? That's what you do. Yep. And okay? try to get drunker than your wife. Yeah, and then try <laughs> to race my wife to drunkenness. Okay? Like, come like on. Like any normal like, have, person would. I guess. Have some decency. Goddamn. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'll talk to Josh. He's my buddy, so. Yeah, or we, so go tell Josh, we go way back. We go way back. Tell Josh to tell this guy to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's funny. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. What else do I got here? Um, who do I want to be with? Ah, a quick one. I got a. I got a quick one. Uh, quick. Bill Simmons wants to trade C.J. McCollum. <laughs> Already? Already. Can we just get over that? I mean, that's, <laughs> it's just like. This, I, I've heard this a couple times before, and they're like, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Are they going to break this team up? Or are they going to keep... It's like, what are you... Guys, you have the second best backcourt in the league. I know. It's not I those look. two that are is causing you problems. Right. It's the three Let's. other positions you don't have filled. I guess Nurkic. I, we're we're get, agreeing too much on this pod. I know. Yeah. All right, so enough of that. Um, what do I got? I got, um, oh, uh, Ben Simmons. And mm. Kendall Jenner broke up. But this is something that we had uh, talked again, about. But again, then they break up. I thought they broke up a long time ago. I think now it's like after. officially, officially, like in the tabloids, okay. it's done. Like their publicists have said it. Uh, okay. But uh, Tim Butcher, I hope I'm saying it right. Bucher, Butcher? Yeah. Uh, Philly front office uh, follows me on Twitter. We, we uh, go back and forth. And he asked, is Ben Simmons the most cucked NBA player of the, of the league? This is he. Mm. Keeps, she keeps cheating on him, and he keeps going back. Ooh. Now I said this. I said historically, no. That would mm. probably go to what Steve Nash, right? Right, right. I think. I think Jay Rich have a baby with. With yeah, yeah. There's people who just like have slept with other people's wives and had babies. Or Brent Barry, right? Like did oh. Tony Parker sleep with Brent Barry's wife? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot Something of that. Like that. Uh, so yeah. I think. But then Tim wrote back saying, like, you know, but his his cuck per, pos- per possession is very high. It's like a, at a six for this year. Yeah. So I don't know. That's it's well, bad luck. Th- I, I try to ignore the, it. The thing about Simmons is he, if he does keep taking her back, that's a bad look. It's, it's not like Steve look. Nash, like, went back to the wife. No. Or so. I know. I know. It's a bad look, Ben. I, 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 turn, I turn my head towards it, away from it. But, uh. Kardashian curse is real, man. Trade him for Kawhi. Trade oh, him for Kawhi. That'd be great. Speaking of yeah. my last, my last shout out. You see, uh, you see that little uh, clip of Kawhi flirting with all the uh, all his his Chinese honeys. No, I did not. Oh, I, I, I tweeted out. Uh, they asked him, uh, Chinese reporter speaking English, like was like, yeah. hey, you had a big game. What would you say? You know, something like your fans, or whatever. And then he said, uh, I think it's uh, what Niha. Is high yeah. in, in Chinese, and oh, he gave wow. a little smile, and then oh, she giggled, oh. and he walked off, and I was oh, like, Ooh, no. "Super Hoopers, Super Hoopers, way ahead." We I knew, was like, called it. Why you sly dog? You were like, "Hey, what's up?" We know, we know a Kawhi. I was surprised I didn't see him at the premiere. Oh yeah, I thought, he, I thought he'd be there. I thought he would be there. That would be <laughs> also that would be did definitely, we mention definitely this before? Did we mention this before that he uh, got them to sign Jeremy Lin to the team? For the hookup, for the mm. plug, did we mention that? Yeah, I think that I makes sense. I think that makes sense. I, thought, I think Jeremy Lin is like super Christian. I don't know. If, I don't know if Jeremy Lin has the hookup with the groupies. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, but you know, I mean, he could probably just try to swoop in on any girls that are there to try to see Jeremy Lin. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like they're yeah, yeah. like just because Jeremy, Lin, that's even better. Yeah, because those girls are coming to Jeremy, and he's like, "No, no, I have to wait for marriage." Are. And Kawhi's like, "I don't." It's like I, I don't <laughs> got to wait to marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to wait to marriage. <laughs> uh, it's uh, good to see old Kawhi back. Uh, did you see his post game well, interview? No, no. They asked him. They were like, "Well, what?" Uh, they were like, "What do you have to do to beat um, Toronto four times?" And he goes, 
I don't know. We've we've never done that yet. <laughs> what do you beat the Bucks <laughs> yeah, four times? Yeah, the Bucks. He's like, I don't know. We haven't done that yet. And then she was like, well, oh, yeah. What are you going back to say? What are you saying to your teammates? And he goes, I don't know. I, I haven't even gone to the locker room yet. <laughs> <laughs> the best was when they would ask him, when they lost when they lost a game two or whatever, and they're like, Well, what do you do now? He's like, Oh. We're going to fly to Toronto. <laughs> fly to Toronto, play game three. Yeah. Uh, it's good having Kawhi oh, back, folks. What a legend. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Good, good, char- yeah. good character in the league. I don't know. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe trade him for DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Wow. He'll look good. He'll look good on my Clippers next year. I can't, I can't wait. wait to see I him. I really can't wait. It'll be great. Yeah. yeah. Hey, All right, John. Anything else? No. Nope. We were supposed to do a quick one. We did a long one. Good. Well, you talked about Chris Broussard for 20 minutes. Hey, man. Defended Number him. one trending topic. It a lot was, of... It was trending. Hey, that's true. It was trending. That's true. I'm, I'm on the that's inside true. of trending. I, that's true. You know yeah. what I mean? And, uh, you know, we both... Well, look, I name dropped for 20 minutes. You name dropped for 20 minutes. This so great, great pod. Tit for tat. Tit yeah. for tat. All right. Well, until next week, keep, keep moving. moving. NBA podcast, man, you in the wrong fucking place. You need to go look somewhere else. Super Hoopers. Nah, what crap is that? Yep, dude. It's another NBA podcast. Bebo talk now. Nah. An hour of wisecracks. Aw, oh, fuck y'all. Give me that hour of my life back. Super Hoopers. Ah, what crap is that? Yep, dude. It's another NBA podcast, B-Ball Talk now. An hour of wisecracks, ah fuck y'all Give me that hour of my life back I wow, so you call yourself Super Hoopers Knock this shit off right now, y'all biting Super Troopers Put this on, I'm going like LeBron True maneuvers, come on John, you spawn nothing but stupid bloopers A boring part of shooting hoops and shooting shit Well Matt and John think they producing his hits They making me yawn and I'm losing my shit They always wrong about who to pick So I ask they two chicks if they do assist But when they use they dicks All they do is swish Stupid like the Knicks and horror singers Always tired as shit and can't bring it Just like the Sixers uh, Living in the past Couldn't win a championship to save they ass facts John is like a cantaloupe, right? It's okay to like them Just don't have Brian Colangelo's child on an island Super Hoopers, ah, what crap is that? Yup, dude it's another NBA podcast, B-Ball Talk, nah, an hour of wisecracks, ah, fuck y'all, give me that hour of my life back, super hoopers, what crap is that, yup, dude, it's another NBA podcast, B-Ball Talk, nah, an hour of wisecracks, ah, fuck y'all, give me that hour of my life back, you don't play, so dudes just stop, try to sit there today and tell me who's hot. Swing at your face, but all you do is flop. You think a pick and roll is what you do with snot, bruh. You know nothing about basketball trust. And Lonzo Ball is a big ball of us. Think you're funny, nah, but y'all is but Laugh at your own jokes more than all of us. You just washed up dicks, say, listen to our shows, but tune in and get politics and fart jokes. Yo, a big zero is what your net worth. Y'all got kicked off the b-ball network. That means it doesn't work or your whack lately ain't getting smirks like Matt's fat baby. Wait, man, I ain't hating now. Nah. I'm just jealous. Boy, am I glad I don't look like Ellen. Super Hoopers, ah, what crap is that? Yup, dude, it's another NBA podcast. B-ball talk now. An hour of wisecracks. Ah, fuck y'all. Give me that hour of my life back. Super Hoopers, what crap is that? Yup, dude. 
It's another NBA podcast. People talk now. An hour of wisecracks. Ah, fuck y'all. Give me that hour of my life back.